Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a podcast about where business is done. So pull up a chair and join your host, Ken Baden. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Kitchen Table. I have got actually with me a very special, I say that every single time, but they are, they're all special, but very unique and special guest from my hometown, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. So we were just talking about whether or not I may or may not know her brother from <laughs> uh, our past, which I'm very open about here. And I'm sure she's going to be open. About. But Lauren Jewel, right? As I'm saying that, right? It's kind of hard to mess that up. Bar, yeah. It's a very special, unique name, too. Yes. It's very hard to, to pronounce. But Lauren Jewel is with me. And um, real quick, I mean, kind of how we even connected because we were just following each other on Facebook. We seem to be on similar paths. She's doing a lot of speaking engagements and doing really big things. She commented on one of my Facebooks recently that I was kind of joking about, but not, you know what I mean? I was telling myself because I'd eaten a whole thing of icing, which is like the fattest thing that I do, but I do it sometimes, you know, I got to tell myself. So, but I also was reaching out to like, Hey, if you got any suggestions, cause I'm really interested in sleep, the importance of sleep, gut health. These are the less fun but arguably most important aspects of like, hey, if you don't have these things under control, you can work out and, and I don't know, take energy drinks or do whatever the hell you want, but you're not going to be operating on all cylinders and you're certainly not going to be operating at optimal, which is what we're trying to do. So Lauren, thank you for commenting on that post because that led to this. And thank you so much for coming on so quickly and being uh, so accommodating. So how are you today? I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, I feel like it all, everything kind of came together really quick, but it feels like it was meant to happen. Like it just feels like this happened very smoothly in its own right. way. Um, and for some reason, I just feel like my message is meant to be shared and we were meant to connect. And this is going to, this is going to help a lot of people. So thank you for having me on, even thinking about that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Like you said, very, very quickly. Uh, all of it just kind of happened so quick, so smoothly. And so I agree. I think this is probably one of those meant to be things. We have a very similar background. I had no idea, you know, um, both of us, uh, do you mind if I, no, I do not mind. It's part of my, it's part of my brand is being able to give people permission to share their truth and not be scared to talk about it because it's, a lot, it's in a lot of people's lives. Like right. it's in a lot of people's lives. And I feel like it's our responsibility to share the other side of it. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, I'm very vocal, but you know, that's me. I don't want to put someone else's, but I, you're literally saying what I say all the time, which is like, dude, I have a, an obligation in a sense to, to share that part of me because if all I'm doing is putting out there, I'll look at where I'm at and look at the things I'm doing. And hopefully they just continue to get, you know, level up and level up. When I'm just the guy showing Ferraris and and whatever, and what substance does that have, right? Like, where's the, hey, by the way, dude, I was here not long ago, and you could absolutely do this. I'm living proof. So for me, it's everything. And I want to be able to show other people, hey, it's absolutely possible. There's nothing special about me. We see enough people die. And what we're talking about, by the way, is substance abuse. And, you know, any struggle is a struggle, but we both have a path along substance abuse and and specifically opiates, which is like killing everybody right now. Right. Yep. So I did make everything, but definitely fell down the opiate hole. That was what really took me down. Uh, alcohol for a while was its own thing with me. You know, hell, I've even I've done it all, dude. I've smoked crack. I've done coke. I've done everything. I was a garbage pail for like 
a good bit there, but I know exactly where you come from and what you were doing. But why don't you tell us about your story? Because my listeners, for the most part, know what I've been through. Why don't you tell us a little about what, you know, what your story and what got you here and created this movement? Absolutely. So again, my name is Lauren Jewell. Um, and essentially what I do behind the addiction is I help people uh, that are burnt out, right? That have mental health issues and I want them to feel better through gut health, um, through changing their thought patterns and really getting rid of the anxiety that we have around health, around our productivity, all of these things. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because every single thing that I just listed was something that I struggled with. And prior to all of this, prior to all the knowledge that I gained, what essentially happened was I grew up in a wealthy family, right? My dad was an entrepreneur, grew up in a household that looked beautiful, looked perfect on the outside. But inside that home was, you know, my mother was depressed. She was drinking a lot. My brother and I started to kind of rebel a little bit as we got older and party thinking that was a normal thing. But as many of you guys know, who listen to this podcast, sometimes it's not a normal thing. And sometimes when we're partying, it's because we're running away from things, things that we don't want to feel. And, you know, this, the symbolic, you know, the symbolism of being addicted to painkillers is that you're trying to numb the pain that you're not feeling, right? So what comes with that and what came with me with my 15 year addiction that I had, um, I'm four years sober. August 1st was my, um, you know, four year celebration was congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Was the epitome of it all. The problem underneath the actual problem of addiction was that I was repressing everything. I was repressing all my emotions. I wasn't able to face myself. I wasn't able to accept myself and all of these things. And so instead of it showing up mentally, it started showing up physically. So I had anxiety, I had gut issues, I had sleep issues. Um, you know, I could work out and get the body, but I still didn't feel happy with it. And no one wants that, right? I could prove to anybody I could do anything. But at the end of the day, when I was sitting with myself, I essentially didn't feel at home. And for me, my drug addiction was a way to numb. It was a way for me to run away from the problems. And it wasn't until I finally decided to actually face it that, I mean, like I said, my life has been completely transformed and it's because I took responsibility for it. And that's a profession that you're in now. I mean, is there like a, a title or designation like that you're specifically, yes. what is it? So I'm a mind body practitioner and I specialize mm -hmm. in gut brain mood connection. So essentially okay. I'm a coach but I have gone down a path that not many people have. So I combine the physical health and nutrition and personalized nutrition with subconscious rewiring, emotional release. Um, and so it works beautifully for entrepreneurs specifically because as you know, Kenny, like when you get into this field, you think you're signing up for like this cool gig where you get to have this lifestyle of freedom and all that stuff. And it's absolutely not that in the beginning. Like it no. is absolutely not that. And what we've been taught as a society is to work really hard and then we'll get right. next. And what happens is everyone gets burnt out and they may get there, but they're sick, right? Or they may 
subconsciously use their body as a way to block them from even getting as far as they really could, from really reaching their potential. And their body will, you know, they will get sick, they will burn themselves out, they will gain weight, and it will cause them not to want to be on camera, it will cause them not to want to show their face to people. And it's so intricate and so interesting to see how it plays out in people that I couldn't just do nutrition. I had to work with the the mind and body because we all know what to do. It's really about keeping that result. So you've got a lot of emphasis in gut health and I know how important and it's, I don't, I don't know that most of, I mean, if you don't, if you're a listener and you don't know, I mean, gut health plays such, it's, it's almost like everything. And I don't know, you know, I see a doctor, I get my blood work done and I'm trying to fix a lot of the damage that I've done in a decade of just running myself into the ground. I'm really big into fitness, but I got to be honest, man, like, like, especially lately. And what really caught my eye, what you said was you said something about, Hey, you know, you're getting up in the middle of the night and you're eating sweets, you're craving sweets. That could be one of two things. It could be other things, but it could be, you know, sugar, blood sugar stuff, which my fiance has mentioned before, which freaked me out. Or, you know, how's your diet? And admittedly, my diet sucks, dude. Like, you know, if I'm being honest, it's not, that I eat shit, but it's that I don't eat enough. I know, first of all, I'm somebody personally that since 19, you know, I've worked out in high school and at 19, I was like meal prepping and doing all this stuff. And I honestly have had such a hard time like rekindling that as I get older because I get busier and busier and busier. And I just, you know, and now I've got a fiance and like, it's almost like she's got to be on board or like Mm -hmm. I'm meal prepping, she's not, and eh, maybe I will, maybe it's so... It's a big deal. And what ends up happening is I'm not eating enough of the right stuff. I'm not eating enough. And then I, you know, I'll, I'll take in junk. Like I'll eat, you know, I'll drink a protein shake. I do intermittent fasting. When I'm doing all of the things that I'm supposed to be doing, intermittent fasting, taking all my vitamins, by the way, like the doctor that I see is like, hey, here's all these vitamins. And they're big on gut health. And I start taking a few, and including D3, which I was deficient in. I think a lot of people are, but like, and I stopped taking that and I feel shittier and go figure, right? So I'm really excited to have you on because this is selfishly like, dude, I'm dragging ass. I'm I'm running myself into the ground. Like, so first clarify, if you will, what burnout is, because I can tell you what I think it is, what an example it is for me. So one, what's really crazy is burnout now is considered like, you can call out of work for it. It's considered a mental, it's considered oh, a- really. Yes. It's like now I forget, I don't have the wording for it right now, but it's literally so bad and like prominent in the work workforce now that it's literally something that you can get time off for now because everybody is essentially becoming burnt out. And what it really is, is at the root of it is a dysregulated nervous system. Mm -hmm. And it's where your body's stuck in a stress response, right? So when you're in a stress response, which guys, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're just a human, like, and you're constantly going, like, you know what it means to be stressed out. It goes through one ear and out the other nowadays because we're all stressed, right? But what's happening to your body when you're stressed out and you're burning out is that every single part of your body, your adrenals, your gut health, your hormones, it's becoming imbalanced and it's burning all your minerals and all your fuel. Now, if you're not eating properly, you don't have any fuel to burn anyway. So it starts to eat away at your muscle. It starts to eat away and imbalance your circadian rhythm. And then you're not sleeping. 
And when this happens, your body basically goes haywire. Your nervous system doesn't feel safe. It puts you into survival. So like the old saying, like when a, you know, back in the day, when there's a tiger there, you're supposed to have a stress response. Your body basically gets stuck in that. And consciously, you may look around and be like, there's definitely not a tiger. There's no threat. But your body doesn't know that. All your body biologically knows is that it is not safe in here. And it's just sounding the alarms. So you're not sleeping. That's an alarm, right? You're anxious. That's an alarm. You're reactive and emotional. That's an alarm. Craving, waking up in the middle of the night, that's an alarm. What it's saying is that your body's off balance. And we've been taught to look outside of ourselves, right? We've been taught to go to the doctor and for them to give us supplements, for them to give us a medication, for you know us to go talk to somebody else and then tell us this really easy solution and just take something that's outside of ourselves. But what it's really asking us to do is like look within. What's going on in your life that you're avoiding? What's going on in your life that you need to focus on and prioritize? Where are you kind of um, disregarding your body? Where are you trying to like sub- get it to go into submission and do what you want it to do, right? It's kind of like a narcissistic relationship that we have with our body half the time. We're happy when it's good, but shit, when it's bad, we're like pissed off. And we're like, you know, this is so inconvenient. When in reality, like if you don't take care of your body, you, you don't get any of it. Yeah. You don't reach your dream. It's the foundation to all business. Literally the foundation because you can't show up. You can't think properly and your mind's not clear and you're not going to want to do it. You're going to want to lay on the couch. You're going to want to like throw everything away. And it's just it's it's crazy how we we don't realize this until we have to. <sighs> and I know all too well. It's frustrating because when you're telling me that, I'm like, damn, dude. You know, because what I think about is like, I need to get, I need to get my sleep right. My, I need to get to bed earlier, or I need to get up early. But if you're not, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like, well, yeah. But if you're not dieting right, and you're not taking the right, you're not eating the right thing. So, what would you suggest? Actually, you know what? Let's go there in terms of like. So take me for example. Go go go. Uh, you know, I would love to be in a pattern where like I, I go to bed earlier and get up on time. But even my fiance, like we both are going so often that like we compromise on our diets. And again, I'm not saying I'm eating McDonald's because I want to be in shape. I could be in way better shape, mind you, if I was getting enough sleep and the proper sleep. And so that being said, what would you start with? Would it be diet? Like, hey, you need to get that diet under control so you don't have issues sleeping so you can get the right sleep. Or where would you go with me? So what I was going to tell you before we decided to do the podcast and said um, was, I know you're not going to hear this, but everyone needs to hear this because you're not the only person. It's like all my clients. It starts with the nervous system. So it starts with your slowing down enough to actually listen to what's going on with your body, right? Like, you know, you're not sleeping right. You know, you're not eating right. But again, you already told me within this podcast that you will start things and then you don't keep up with it, right? So that's a subconscious uh, thought pattern and a subconscious belief that you have that's keeping you stuck in a habit. So that's where our habits live or is within our subconscious. The subconscious is within our brain, but it's also connected to our nervous system. And then our nervous system goes straight down through it, like where our spine is, to our gut. And it's all connected. 
It's a biofeedback loop. And I want you to understand this so that I can explain to you what to do next. Because once we understand our body better, it won't feel so threatening and it won't feel so large. And it's crazy. Think about it. We live in these bodies and we have no idea how they work. No idea. We've never even questioned to be like, how does this thing even work? We just know we wake up, we get up, it's annoying and our thoughts are crazy sometimes, right? So when we take a moment to learn about it and we understand that the gut and the brain are connected, where you actually get the feelings of dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, all those things, those feel good chemicals, it's made in the gut and it's from the food we eat. So in order for us to slow down, one, you have to, you have a pharmacy within you. You use your breath. So it's literally taking time throughout the day to slow down and just pause and breathe and literally close your eyes and ask you how you're feeling. You have to reconnect and start a relationship with your body. Probably don't have one. Like I said, you've been probably just pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I'm going to work out even though I haven't eaten properly and I didn't sleep last night, but I got to work out, right? Like we do this stuff and we don't realize it. And then it starts to react. You're not sleeping well. You're not feeling good. So slowing down, checking in with it, getting to know it. How you doing? It's been a minute. I haven't asked you how, how you're doing, right? Checking in, slowing down throughout the day. And then the next step would be to start getting sun in the morning. You already said you're uh, deficient in vitamin D, which is hilarious because that is a sure sign that you're not getting sun in the morning, which is going to cause you to have sleep issues. Mm. So in order for us to produce melatonin to sleep, we need to have serotonin. And the precursor to serotonin, which is all made in your gut, serotonin is 95% of it's made in the gut. Same with melatonin. They told, they taught us that it was like in the penile gland and all that stuff. It's actually 400 uh, more times in the gut. So mm. getting sun in the morning when you wake up, Instead of looking at your phone, instead of immediately getting into the chaos of the day, right? Waking up, not looking at your phone, sure, turn off the alarm, but just go outside with the dog, take a walk, make sure that the sun's getting in your eye, you're not wearing sunglasses. Your skin also absorbs light. So just walking around, do not look at the sun. I'm not saying that, like there's reflection, right? But in order for us to create melatonin for the night, we need sun in the day. So melatonin gets created way before you start to go to sleep. And then what that does is it creates serotonin, which is the feel good, right? Serotonin boosts your mood, all those things. So little things like that, walking around, getting your body moving are easy. You already have to do it because the dogs, whether or not you just let them out the door, just go outside, right? Like just go outside with them. Um, drinking more water. And then, yes, cleaning up your diet. But it's that's such a generic thing. Like, it's like when the doctor says, go to the, go to the gym and lose right. weight. Right? Like, it's learning what habits you have, why you have those cravings. And from what you've told me prior is that those cravings that you have are a sign of an imbalance within your gut. And it's also, you said you were lactose intolerant. So it's, yeah. it's a sign that you may have something going on in the gut that's causing your um, microbiome, which is where your intelligence lives. So it's called our second brain in our gut. It's not just for digestion. It's not just for assimilating the food that we eat and 
every single organ of your body is made from the food you eat. So essentially, when you do not eat good, it makes you dumber. And I'm not even joking. It makes you dumber because the quality of cell that gets created is from whatever junk America gives us, right? Like, (laughs) it's not even real food. And I eat it too, but like, it's not even real food. And we're essentially very high tech as a society, right? We have all this technology. Everything's very fast paced. But our biological body hasn't caught up to that yet, right? Like our nervous system hasn't caught up to the fact that we can send a message, get on this podcast and it'd be done like this, right? Our body has these circadian rhythms and these rhythms to it that it needs. It expects us to get sunlight. It expects us to move. It expects us to eat a certain way. And when we don't, those alarms, which are symptoms, are are just trying to get us to, to listen rather than get upset. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And I mean, like you said, saying like, oh, I got to eat better. I mean, I I know one thing that one of my doctors like, well, you're trying to avoid sugar. So when you wake up in the middle of the night and you want sugar, that's probably why. But I mean, he, he didn't go very extensive into it. I mean, you're taking a much deeper dive. But I also like, I'll find myself to like stress, you know what I mean? I'll be like, screw this, dude. I need something. And it's always sugar. You know what I mean? Like I don't drink, I don't do any of that. So like, if I'm like, it's your state, it changes your state. It's a craving. It's a neuroscience of a craving. And this can go for addiction. It can go for anything that you're addicted to, right? Or a habit. So the nurse neuroscience of a craving really essentially just the psychology of it really is, is that it all starts all addiction starts with a thought and this is about to get really deep but it does it starts with a thought in an emotional response that you have okay Mm. it's not the the problem has never really been addiction that was a solution to the problem right we used addiction to cope with the emotional thought pattern that we had Mm -hmm. so we have a thought and then it goes through our belief system and then it creates the emotional response that we have and then what that does is it leads to our behavior and our action or not thereof, right? So whatever's going on in your life because you're stressed out, because you're not stopping, because you're just continuously moving and you're in your mind all the time. And I'm sorry if I'm like saying this, but I'm pretty good at reading people in that sense. It's just you're in your mind all the time. You have things to do. You're going, going, going. You're not letting your body rest and you're not trusting yourself in that sense that the emotional response obviously created a automatic pattern, which is a craving and a habit um, to go get sugar because one, it either doesn't have the brain chemicals that you need because you haven't been eating properly or two, it's just looking to escape something, right? So you're not, you're not uh, facing something that feels uncomfortable. Hmm. So the neurosciences is that you have a thought, an emotional response, then you have your knee jerk reaction, which is you go get the craving fix. So if this is sugar, it's not even really the sugar that makes you feel good. It's the, um, it's like giving yourself permission to have it. Yeah. Like it's a release of the mm-hmm. control. It's like being like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Right. Then you go have it. Then what happens? You usually feel pretty shitty. And then you're like, man. And then you go into shame and isolation and it's a biofeedback. And then it's like a, another emotional reaction because you're yeah. like, fuck, man. I, I wanted to start eating better. I wanted to do this. And you can see how people get in these loops. And how oh, we yeah. all get, so, yeah. 
So that's why I work with the mind and body because it's, you just can't, man. Like it could be a proven system for nutrition, the easiest step-by-step thing, but 85% of people fail. And it's not because it's a bad system. It's because they're not factoring in growth and the discomfort that comes with growth and changing. So, I mean, my fiance would agree with you hundred percent. Like that's, that was a very accurate, you know, I do, I go, 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 go. And I, and I know I do that of one, I'm assuming the last diagnosis I've gotten, I'm just like you to where I've been to probably, I don't know how many rehabs you've been to, but I've been to quite a few and I've gotten quite a few diagnoses or diagnosis, whatever, I don't know. But the last one was generalized anxiety disorder and ADHD. That one I can actually buy into. <laughs> the other ones were so far, I'm like, okay, whatever. But, you know, I can manage that, right? I don't take anything for it or anything like that. But what I'm getting at is I'm, I do kind of focus in on obsessively on like, here's where I'm going. Here's what I'm doing. I'm just go, 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 go. Even on Sundays, it's uncomfortable for me to sit still, which I think is what kind of got me where I, I had some very unhealthy habits of dealing with that in my past. Because the only time I did sit still, and I can literally recount this from the time I'm an adult till now. I mean, other than when I maybe when I was in high school and I'd watch TV, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even care if I didn't have a TV in my house. You know, I mean, she can tell you, I watch TV at night when I'm in bed, and I'm literally only per- turning it on, and I turn on something I've already seen, so I don't have to pay attention, and I just kind of like noise it, and then like, and it's just so unhealthy. The blue light, all of it. Trust me, I'm in. I'm into all of this, and I negate all of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't do any of it. I'm like, blue why? light's bad. Yeah, it's I, underneath that. It's that root cause. It's figuring out why. Yeah, I don't know. It's I a mean, pattern. It's not. Remember, our brain. We're plastic. It's it's neuroplasticity. We're malleable. We can change. That old saying is like, it is the way I am. It's the way I am. That's a saying, and that's that was before. We understood the way neuroplasticity is, which means that we are always changing. Like neurons, I think it's just procrastination. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'll do it later. I got, you know, I'm like, it's comfortable, and I'll sit in it that night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll read until you know why? Because for me, just like a lot of us, until something becomes painful enough, then I will change it, right? And so if it causes me enough discomfort or causes me enough of a problem, then I'm like, all right, I'm reading tonight. No TV early bed supplements, then I'll do that. Right. But in, until then, like you said, I don't have time to deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll deal with that tomorrow. I'll deal with that tomorrow. But when it blows up in my face, then it's like, dude, I've, I've known I needed to deal with this for months, you know? And so I'm glad we're having this conversation because this is a big, for me, I'm so big on like, dude, I fucking pissed away my life for a while there. And I've got a great second chance. And I was doing so good at the gut health stuff, the, the the supplements and all of that and getting my my levels and everything. And I just think I got so deep into busy, yeah. wedding, house, renovating the other house to where it was like, there's so many things now, multiple verticals and, ball, and balls in the air. And, you know, that's like, that goes by the wayside when arguably that's the most important the thing that there is. You know what I mean? Everything else is is a byproduct. And if we yeah. don't understand that, then we're kind of screwed. And I'm so I'm thankful for this conversation at all because it's like, holy shit, man. Like, I know that. I know, I, you know, but but I don't do anything about it. And like you said, well, why? Well, it hasn't kicked my ass enough yet to where I'm like, oh shit, I really got to do something about this. Because for unfortunately, you know, it's just kind of how I've been my whole life to where like, I really got to get smacked around. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to do something about this. I don't want to. I can choose to do something about it today. 
Yeah, you're doing something about it now. You really are. Like you're one being you're being the person and the leader that you are by doing it on the podcast. So we could have easily had this conversation not on the podcast, but you decided to share it with other people, which is is it's going to help somebody else, whether or not you believe that or not. Like there are so many people that can relate to what you said, and I can relate. I it's really oddly weird how similar our paths are because I also was diagnosed with. ADD and uh, generalized anxiety disorder, major depression, PTSD, and those were just labels. And I walked out of the doctor's office with four new prescriptions, like after I got sober. And I was like, did I just trade my for a more accepted like addiction? Like, I know it's not an addiction, but like, I was like, what do you like? What am I supposed to do after this? Just continuously take these, right? Like being big pharma again. And, um, you're not the only person that deals with this, but it's understanding that it's old programming. So notice how you said that you were doing really well. And then all of a sudden, all this chaos in your life happened, right? Like things started getting good, right? Business started getting big. You started working with your coaches. You started you know, doing all these big things. You're getting married, all that stuff. Your body, like you're changing, you're hitting a growth edge, right? You're starting to show up on social media more. Literally, that's how we connected, right? right? You're hitting a growth edge. And so anything that is outside of our comfort zone is going to sound our fear response, which is just our stress response. So when that happens, whether it's good or not, it's going to hit a stress response and we're going to have our knee jerk. It's the same thing as a neuroscience of like the cravings. We're going to have our knee jerk reactions of how we cope with things before. So what you're doing now is probably somewhat familiar. You've done it in your past. And that's why it's uncomfortable because you're like, I, this is eerily familiar because I used to do this, but it's just I'm different now. So you're in old programming. And I actually listened to one of your previous podcasts about this. And somebody was talking about the subconscious with you. And they were telling you how our subconscious is programmed through like society. It's programmed from when we're in our mother's womb all the way up till until we're about eight years old, it's shown. And up to that age, it's just, we're like a video camera. We're taking everything in. And depending on what our life was like, everybody has a unique like nervous system imprint because of the traumas and all those things that happen. But we learn different coping mechanisms. And if our parents haven't taught us how to like healthily like deal with emotion, or if we've been taught beliefs like emotions are weak, you know, like men don't fucking cry, right? Same thing with girls. I took that to like, I was like, I'm going to be the coolest girl. I'm not going to show any emotion. I'm just going to chill. And like, I totally chilled. I was probably super cool, but I also was making myself sick because I didn't know how to cope with my emotions other than numbing them. And so that showed up after I got sober with sugar, double the caffeine. Let me work out all the time. Let me get three jobs and let me just prove it. I was still unhappy, right? So it takes going within. And I know that sounds super like cliche, but it takes time to be able to be like, all right, let me just face myself. Let me look and like observe my patterns and see why this is happening. Why did I just react that way? Why did I have that craving? And not judging it. Most of us do observe our patterns, but we fucking judge ourselves and we like shit on ourselves. And we're like, Man, you feel stupid. I'm not going to do that. And then it gets uncomfortable and you want to avoid it again. You go through the cycle all over again. So it's so much more deeper than like what's on your plate. 
And that's why I love this because it's like, I found that food and nutrition, it's just a gateway. It's just a gateway into the deeper things. And with entrepreneurs, the way I see it is that like, we're leading to the new world in the sense of like, we want to be leaders, visionaries. We want to be able to change things. Like we're not happy with think the way things are. We want a better life, a better quality of life. We want to be able to shift some things around, right? Meet some cool people, do some cool things. But if we aren't able to identify where in our past, like as things are holding us back, like limiting beliefs, we're not going to be able to go that far ahead. We're going to hit a growth edge. And then we're not going to know how to deal with it because our body's going to be in a chronic stress response. Hmm. So it's learning to work with the nervous system and learning how to make it safe to expand, to become that next level version of you. And one of those biggest, the biggest pillar in that with me is, yeah, we have to do mindset work, but we also need to make it safe physically within the body. So like inflammation, blood sugar dysregulation, sleeping properly, eating properly. And I'm not talking about just eating clean all the time. I'm just saying like, know what you need to do. Like you can still live your life, but know how to like, feel like you have a little bit of control in it rather than, again, looking outside of yourself. And when you can do that, you're able to actually expand properly. Because if you're doing mindset work, if you're doing growth work, if you're doing, you know, learning about sales and you're learning about all these things and you're surrounding yourself with all these different people who, yeah, are up-leveled from you, it doesn't matter if your body doesn't feel safe. Like your, your brain literally does not rewire itself if it's inflamed. So the healthier your body is, the quicker you can actually shift your state and you can actually grow and expand and make more money and hold money. One of the biggest things with money is that people may get a lot of it, but then they just get right. rid of all. Which is very common for salespeople or newer salespeople. And yeah, I did it a hundred times. But one thing I was just thinking about is, you know, there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this, but there's probably also either prospective entrepreneurs or salespeople, high level people, people that are trying to level up. What would you say, you know, cause there's so much to digest in this episode, no pun intended, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just kind of one Oh one, like, all right, let's give you a starting point person. And again, I have no problem being the Guinea pig because to your point, I do feel like I'm kind of almost the poster boy. I get it, dude. I'm trust me. I'm, I am acutely aware of like my strengths and my weaknesses. And I know, I know that that is, I, I know enough about, you know, what I'm supposed to be eating and the sleep I'm supposed to be getting. And cause I've done all this research on things just like, you know, what you're talking about nowhere near to your level, but I have, I have so much more than like a base level understanding that I have no excuse. So I already know, you know what I mean? I just haven't done shit about it. And you asked me why. And I'm like, well, it hasn't obviously caused me enough pain or, or I would have, but you know, I, I'd like to think, and I think that I'll make a commitment, uh, because it's just so important, dude. Cause it just seems like so many other things, right. Are, are, are in the way. And it's like, dude, this has got to be number one. Cause you're right. It's, it is literally the crux of everything else, like getting in shape. If you don't get enough sleep. You're not going to build enough muscle. If you don't eat the right stuff, your body's, it's going to eat, a, you're going to, your, your body's going to need something for nourishment. It's going to take away that muscle. So quite literally, if you're just worried about like looking good, Right. That's going to be a problem. You're not going to be operating optimally if you're not getting enough sleep. So I have a kid that's working for me right now, my new videographer. And he's like, oh, I've been up for 36 hours. I was like, dude, that's fucking insane. That's not good. That's like dangerous. You know what I mean? I was like, you're you're young, 
but you don't even understand how like, and I was thinking about this podcast. I'm like, you need to listen to this because you're not going to be worth a shit. You know, I, th- I know you think that that's great, but in reality, I know enough to know like, dude, I don't want you or that version of you because that version of you is like a 5% of what you could be. You know what I mean? Like you're probably firing on, and I know enough to know like right now, you know, I'm like struggling to keep my, you know, my eyes open. It's just, you know why? It's because it's when I sit still and this is crazy. I go to meetings, right? Mm-hmm. I go to meetings. I go to, I go to 12 step meetings and we'll keep it anonymous, but I go to those meetings frequently. I like going to those meetings. I continue to go to those meetings, but it's usually the first time all day long that I've sat and just sat. Now I'll sit in this chair and I'm doing whatever, but I'm doing something and I'm, I like it. I like being in that chaos. And when I get there, I'm supposed to just sit and listen. I almost always am falling asleep every freaking time. Every I bet you people are like, dude, what is this guy on? You know what I mean? But in reality, it's the first time I've stopped to slow down. I don't sit at my own place. I stand up and eat. It's just, I'm just constantly in motion. Like you said, now we can talk about me. And I think that I'm probably, as I said, a, a poster boy for this entrepreneur, high level, want to be high level, right? Like I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm just saying like, I have so much more that I'm trying to, to, to get to. And so there's a lot of people that are in my shoes or want to be, you know, going to where we are going and we're struggling with those things together. So like, what would you say? Okay, here's what you can start with. Here's some healthy habits that I can give you right now that you can start working on and we can, you know, we can get into the deeper stuff later, but diet, mindset, all the above. What are some like, all right, let's start to get to work on the solution here. Here's what I would suggest to you. So like I said earlier, hundred percent easiest, easiest thing to start to implement one is getting sun in the morning. It's, it sounds yeah. so, so simple, but definitely getting 20 minutes of sun in the morning, working on that to help you be able to sleep. 20 because minutes. Okay. 20 minutes. Yeah. Take your dog for a walk, be outside. No what happens if not in the window? Cause the window actually stops the rays that you actually need to get into. What if the sun's not out? Stupid question. Okay. It okay. doesn't matter. Overcast. There's still certain lux. It's called lux. Like the, the level of light. If it's super overcast out, obviously do like an extra 10 minutes. But the point being is, is that you want to start to retrain your circadian rhythm so that the certain hormones, the hormones, I mean, it's literally like chemical messengers in your body. They are stronger than any street drug on the market. Like they are going to convince you to eat the tub of frosting when you like consciously are like, man, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And you just go unconscious and eat it. Right. So you want to start working with your hormones by getting sun, natural biological expectation of our body to do that. That will help you with sleep. And the reason why I say this, is because sleep is the most important. When you aren't sleeping properly, you can be sleeping for 10 hours and be asleep, but still not feel rested. The reason is, is because you're not actually getting into deep sleep because of the level of hormones that are being uh, not properly being released. So it's about getting into a deep sleep. And prior to falling actually asleep is by getting sun in the morning, making sure you're keeping your blood sugar regulated. So I would say focus on 20 grams of at least 20 grams of protein at each meal. Mm. And within an hour of waking up, make sure that it is always high protein. Like you need to make sure that you're doing that with an adequate amount of fats, right? Healthy fats. Are you not a fan of the intermittent fasting? I am. But the issue with intermittent fasting is it's not a band-aid because you are burnt out. And I know that because you said whenever you stop, you fall asleep. That's a sign that like 
you don't feel safe slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so your body's keeping you in a high stress state. That's where it feels like you're buzzing all the time. And if you do slow down, you're like, this is really uncomfortable. I'm going to jump out of my skin or I'm going to fall asleep. Right. So your body's asking you to slow down. So you want to doing intermediate fasting is going to stress your body out because you're undernourished. Intermediate mm-hmm. fasting. But if you're undernourished in the sense that you don't have all the nutrients for your body to actually detox and uh, produce the growth hormone and all that stuff, you're literally just starving. That's the issue is that like intermediate fasting and fasting in general, people do it wrong a lot because they're like eating like shit. And all of a sudden they're like, I'm going to fast, right? I'm going to lose all this weight. But they don't have all the nutrients and the micro and macronutrients for their body to actually do the process that they talk about with intermediate fasting. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have an eight. I mean, your most basic is the eight and 16. And I tell everybody and I tell them that knowing full well that I don't do it. I used to do it, but because it's a fucking commitment, dude, you got eight hours. Let's say just basic average 2000 calorie diet. You've got eight hours to eat those 2000 calories and consume all of the other subsequent nutrients that you need in those eight hours. So you, you really got to be disciplined. And so I guess for where I'm at right now, I've just gotten in the habit of doing it. You know what I mean? The intermittent fasting. Well, yeah, you're not meaning to actually do it. You just, when you don't eat, you say you're doing it. Yeah, I started doing it and then I've just gotten comfortable like, oh yeah, I'm intermittent fasting. But but I'm not really adhering to the windows. I'm not really, I'm definitely not consuming the calories in that. I'm not making enough an effort to consume the calories in that window. So to your point, it's like, I don't know. It's it's like stuck in autopilot, you know, and not making a real concentrated effort to like, all right, now we got to change, dude. We got to, we got to focus in on this. I focus so much on so more, much more that like, this is just so important. It's a really good thing that we had this, 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 this podcast because it's just nourish it. so make fucking it, important. Make it safe enough. And then remind yourself that it's safe to rest. Like rest is a business activity. Mm, it is a money. That is a good activity. way to, mm. That's an affirmation you can say. Seriously, rest and sleep and recovery is a money-making activity. Mm Because if you are not rested, if you are not recovering, it's going to take you out. Like entrepreneurship and running a business and being in sales, it is not a walk in the park by any means. Like, but it's a, it's a passion. It's a drive. And like, you're going to end up beating yourself up because you're going to not be able to show up the way you want to. And you're going to really want it. And then you're going to be clinging. Mm. You know, you're going to be clinging for it. And you're going to be really mad at yourself. And then it just creates a really unhealthy cycle that I have experienced myself. Right. Like, like I said, I only provide things that I've only, like I've done myself. Like that is a value of mine. So and you've been doing that for how long now? Four years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've been running on and you sounds like. So how much sleep do you get? I mean, what are some things that are, I mean, it sounds like you're away, but what are some, some habits that you've got that are working really well for you? I mean, what kind of sleep? So I started using amino acid supplements to help me in the beginning. Cause my brain, like my brain chemistry was super depleted when I first got sober. I also came off of all of my, like the antidepressants, the sleep medication, all the stuff they were trying to give me when they diagnosed me with everything. Um, and the way that I did it and the reason why I got into this work is through using amino acid supplements. I will send you the information. You can put it in the, uh, in the show notes so people can read about it just because we don't have the time to talk about it. Um, but there's certain amino acids that will, amino acids are the building blocks of protein, right? 
But what they've done is they've taken specifically like certain ones and you can use them for helping produce serotonin, helping produce melatonin, helping produce dopamine, helping produce oxytocin and all these different key um, hormones and neurotransmitters that will help you feel content in your body that will help you sleep. So I use certain amino acids and I started doing the sunlight therapy. Um, and then I just started to really nourish my body. Like I got off the fact of like trying to like lose weight and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I need to make it safe for a little bit. Like I need to start having digestion, my digestion being healthy, going to the bathroom regularly, literally drinking enough water, all those key normal things. And I stopped looking at it as an external thing. And I started looking at it as a, let me heal my body. Let me give it a rest now. Let me stop asking you to do all this shit. And let me just give it what it means. And I, and I started learning about it. Huh. And that's. I heard you say one thing that the gut health stuff, man, going to the bathroom regularly, all this stuff that nobody wants to talk about, but dude, that's really important. But one, it's an indication of where your gut health is. But um, I mean, all of these things were stuff that I was really, I intend to wholeheartedly take all of this and apply all of it. And I encourage every single one of you that are listening to this, if you are aspiring to be a high level, level up, get to the next level, all of these cliches, individual, this is number one. You know, this is a reason why I believe that we connected. And there's a reason why I wanted to do this to your point. Like, hey, man, I want to come on selfishly and like, dude, I, I let's put this on a podcast, you know, because I just know that I can, there's a hard way and an easy way. And believe it or not, the easier way is like, dude, take the time to like address the core issues here and get yourself in a, in running optimally. The rest will be so much easier. But instead, I push and push uphill and push uphill and push uphill and go and go and you're running on empty and you're running on fumes and you're just caught consistently running on fumes. And then you're in this vicious cycle that perpetuates itself and you're falling asleep when you stop and you're operating on what you think is like, you know, I don't know. Well, you're probably at like 75, 60, maybe if you're being nice. You know how less. good you feel because you're, you're homeostasis. You, you don't even, you know what I mean? Like you... Yeah probably think you feel good but you won't know until you actually begin to do that you know that inner work but a lot of times we're addicted to stress we don't realize it we're addicted to the hard well and i think that to your point that's probably where you know that's what my fiance would say is like dude i think and i and i and i think that's accurate i think that i find chaos comfortable i think we do that people that come from a recovery background or excuse me that are in recovery come from a, that kind of background are just so used to it that i don't know it's comfortable i don't know um i get very comfortable in chaos or very comfortable associating busy with productive mm -hmm. and um i just i'll sit in that you know and so not effective and i push really hard towards the goal and like i want to muscle my way to it i want to like will my way to it and that's what took me so long to get help you know what i mean to your point connecting these dots i'm like dude you know they're ignoring where i'm at currently and getting back to like all right let's take the supplements let's eat the right foods let's get some sun let's get some let's get to sleep let's do the things that seem boring and mundane that's definitely worried about gut health because the first time i started seeing this doctor that i'm currently seeing and i'm mr peptide guy now it was all about gut health you can give a shit about peptides and the other stuff. That was all byproduct of like, hey, that this is this is also here. It's all created in the gut. This grand saturation of your entire body, all your brain chemicals, everything. Like your feel good, like just your immune systems in there. Every single thing is in the gut. 
Uh, but to that to that point, you know, this doctor that I'm seeing for this anti-aging stuff, and there's so many of them out there, especially in our community, like the entrepreneur space, and you start to get to higher and higher levels. You're meeting all the the big ones, you know, a lot of them in Texas and stuff like that. And there's a doctor for everything. But if you don't fix that stuff, you know what I mean? Like that, the doctor that I'm currently seeing again for my peptides, it started with gut health. That's all I cared about. I was like, dude, we got to fix your gut health. You're inflamed. You're this, you're this, you're this. And like, it was all gut health and supplements and eating right. And it was like, later on became peptides and working out and so on. So bringing it back to the basics, I think is going to be very, very healthy for me. I intend to do that, especially, you know, this is a podcast. So my listeners are listening. In fact, I'm going to make a commitment because losers make promises, winners make commitments. I'm going to make a commitment to reaffirming because it's easy to not do that when you're like, well, I don't really know what that means or you leave it really vague, but okay, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to get 20 minutes to start in the morning. As far as sleep goes, you know, I, I can commit to at the very least. That's the other thing. Like, well, how much sleep do I really need? You know, and I've read, read this and this and there's all these different cycles and this and that. Would you have a base level like, oh, six and a half, seven, I don't know. Do you have any kind of connection there? So there's a study done showing um, two men in the study where one of them gets 6.5 hours of sleep and the other one gets eight. And the testing done on it, not only do they gain more weight when they get less sleep, but they age incredibly quicker. Like Even at six and a half goes, and eight? Yes, it affects your microbiome. Like when you're getting six and a half to seven hours, it affects your microbiome. Your immune system goes down. Your stress hormone goes up. Your blood sugar gets dysregulated. So it's like the key. That's what I was saying. It's like the key foundation of everything. But it's hard because if you can't sleep because of all this dysregulation, you have to work on those very small basics, which would be like, like I said, getting the sun moving your body first thing in the morning, making sure you're eating protein uh, to make sure your blood sugar is regulated, drinking water, getting minerals, replenishing what you have lost, and then taking those amino acids to support you. So you're not taking a chemical substance, you're just taking something that helps you naturally produce those brain chemicals in your uh, body and those hormones um, and just starting slow and not doing it like all or nothing. Because again, it's all tied to our subconscious beliefs and our subconscious wiring where we see those patterns happen. Um, and it's just being willing to look at yourself and like being willing to just continuously like recommit rather than feel like you're failing when you maybe yeah. fall off and go back to an old way. It's just becoming more aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Especially when like, you know, the body looked okay. And here's the other thing. I did a photo shoot the other day with my shirt off and I was like, eh. Not terrible, but like nowhere near like the level of like stress and something like, you know what, man, this F this dude, because like, if I'm going to run myself in the ground like this, I know I can look better. I can be better. So like, you know what, we're just going to dial it back. And, you know, there's just so many excuses you tell yourself when you get really busy, right? Like, well, after the wedding, dude, after the wedding, I've got so much travel and so much, I'm starting now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't intent on slowing down like i will consciously slow down but as far as like where i'm trying to get to and the things like it's probably only going to get busier and then we're gonna try to make a family you know what i mean like dude you're gonna you're gonna hate me saying this but change happens at the speed of safety now what i mean by that is not like oh keep it safe and don't go out your comfort zone what i mean is is that like for you to actually physically change you have to make it safe for your nervous system. So the nervous system is going to communicate from your gut up to your brain to say like, it's safe to change, it's safe to grow. 
and you won't self-sabotage yourself. Because that's what we do. We procrastinate. We distract ourselves. We shiny object syndrome. We move on to the next best thing or we don't feel motivated. And those are all signs of resistance to change, right? To the growth that's happening. So do you meditate or do anything like that? No, I do. I know. (laughs) I try really hard. Uh, I have a five minute guided meditation, which I know sounds crazy, but for me, five minutes is like... No, that's great. I was going to say just doing that daily, doing... um, Well... Another big thing is just uh, doing breathing breaks, like five minute meditations where you literally, you can put on binaural beats if you need the distraction, like something rather than sitting with yourself in the beginning. But literally at the top of every hour or when you have a break, you got to do alarms, though, because we will find a reason not to do this very easily, Mm. even though this will change the game for your digestion, your health, your sleep. Just meditation during the day. Well, yes, like every hour I'm talking about, like literally you could do it, set four of them to start. But if you want to really do this, you can do a 90 second uh, breathing break every top of the hour where you're closing your eyes, you're doing alternative nostril breathing or four, seven, eight, and you're just stopping. And then you're checking in with yourself, you're regulating, making it safe. So the only way we can tap into our subconscious mind is through our breath, which is the automatic nervous system. So that's how you interrupt a habit. That's how you interrupt a knee jerk reaction. That's how you interrupt. It's literally how you can mold your body and your subconscious is through awareness and through changing your state. Because you can't create from the state that you created the problem in. You know what I'm saying? That's a really good way to look like that. You can't create from creating yeah, you from have the to state sh- that you created the problem in. So, I mean, you heard it here. I mean, I'm supposed to be doing, not supposed to be. I either do breathing exercises. The five-minute guided I do not do every morning. I used to do consistently. And then I got taught this breathing technique, which is like four seconds. Yeah, the four three, seconds. Three, four seconds, building a box in your brain. And that, to me... I like the guided bet. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm doing it like to that point, like, but even then, man, like I've got this routine now down where like, if I'm cutting anything out, that's the one thing. Cause it's the least comfortable for me. You know what I mean? Might sit there. You want to, you want to do that. It changes your brain. It's, it's really meditation or just doing breathing breaks. You want to do it throughout the day. We can all drink our green juice and like, you know, meditate and have our kale in the morning, but it's like, what are you actually doing in between that? Are you just Mm -hmm. going back on it? You know what I'm saying? So it's interrupting. I love that. I mean, I've never thought of that. I will do that. I will. So four times a day, right? At least just five minutes. I can commit to that. I can commit to that. Five minute, four or five minute breaks, meditating, breathing exercises, whatever. Just taking a second, reset and keep rocking. If you don't like the way you feel, change it. Like literally just be like, do I like the way I feel right now? Like, what am I thinking about? Like, do I want? No, like you have agency. We just forget. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, honestly, this has been, uh, I told you, here it is, 6.36. We rocked for a full hour or so. Um, but actually more. See? But you know what? This was, you know why? Because this was good content. And this was something that genuinely helped me. And I sincerely hope that if you're listening to this, it helped you as well. So take time. Take the, take the four times a day to just take five minutes at the minimum. Do some breathing exercises. Get your sun in the morning. Focus on what you're eating and, and the purpose behind it, but making sure you're getting you're eating the right things and you're eating enough. I'm not just making excuses like me talking about I'm intermittent fasting, but I'm not eating, just not eating enough. And then I'll be like, I want to grow. I want to grow muscle. Like you got to eat to grow, bro. You know what I mean? So this has been really eye-opening for me. I think it was definitely um, 
on purpose. I just think that this was just not a coincidence, you know? So I, this has been my favorite for a while, honestly. The last couple of podcasts I've had have just like fallen in my lap, some really high level people. Um, and they've been amazing, man. And I've like breezed through an hour and it's insane, but you know what? I'm rocking with it. I, whatever's going on right now, I'm dealing, I'm with it. You know, last was just like full throttle fucking energy, just like dude energy that I was just like get lost in probably on an unhealthy level. And then I got you where it's like, Hey dude, you know, you got to do these things probably way more important, but you know, or you'll just, oh, it's out. all part of it. It's all a system, man. It's all a system. And like, but you the put it in the feminine and the masculine. You put it in a great way. You said, Hey dude, these exercises will make you money sleeping is a money-making activity taking care of yourself is a money-making activity these are things that these are investments in yourself and so kidding yourself otherwise it's not going to work but i've uh i've got a wedding come up coming up next weekend so i'm sure that's been attributing to some of my uh some of my high stress levels but i say that jokingly kind of <laughs> but um and so i've got to deal with some things here before uh before it gets too late but I want to thank you wholeheartedly for coming on on such short notice. I mean, I'd love to have you back on, honestly, because this has been very informative. In fact, here's what we'll do. I'm making a commitment right now. Right. 30 days from now, next month, if you'll, if you'll come back on, I will do said exercises. I will do these things. And by the way, where can we get a hold of you? Where can our listeners get a hold of you? Where can they find you know your, your services, your coaching? Where is the best way? I put your, your stuff in our notes, but please do let them know where they can find you. So my uh, handle on everything, basically, IG, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, it's it's Lauren Michelle Jewel. Um, so just put that in, you'll find me, um, you can do that. And then I'm also going to give you a one of my free guides that they can they can download and you can download too for gut health and oh. hormone health. So wow. I'll put that in there if you want it, because I'm oh. not, it's a money making activity to go through this guide, because once you do, you'll feel better which means you'll do better. And uh, that's really what it's all about. So. I would love to. That would be amazing. And we can put that also in the show notes. Um, editors, put that in the show notes. Just making sure, just making sure. But we can put that in the short show notes so that people have access to it, by the way. Um, and we'll take care of that as well. That's amazing. Thank you. But I want to make sure our listeners have an, a way to get a hold of you because you do have coaching services. You are able to take on clients and help them directly on a one-on-one -on -one basis, right? Yeah, no, definitely personalized. It's all personalized coaching that I do. Um, with when they contact me, they can either either do it through uh, social media if they want to catch a feel vibe, you know, all the things. I know that health can be a uh, you know kind of you got to decide to do it when you invest in something like this. But I offer uh, six month coaching personalized. I do a full on health audit. You know, we work with not just food, but we work with the mind. We work with releasing uh, emotional release trauma. Uh, really, it's an identity evolution. So it's it's pretty unique. A lot of people have never heard of it. I, I had never heard of it. I just was really sick and tired of like grabbing all these different coaches. And I was like, bring it together. Now you're doing your thing, man. That's really badass. I'm very excited to have you in my corner now because I mean, I'm going to be bugging the hell out of you. But because I'm doing the whole, I've got Ryan though. And that's like me, like the crux, but I've had so many different and to your point, like, but you know, you got this one, this one, this one, this one. So, but this is just so, it's so important. I'm serious. If you're listening to this, I don't know that there's a much more important topic, man. Like maybe spirituality. I, I you know what I mean? Like these are the, the two point things if you, you got to get good. right. Yeah. Like, what is the point? Like, if you don't feel, why are we I here? Like, yeah. This is it, man. So uh, to her point, like get 
with this, my whole thing, I was going to just say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for 30 days or we'll talk, we'll reconvene next month, at least 30 days and we'll have you back on and we can have a genuine chat of like, Hey, you know, I feel great or whatever. And, you know, keep this going, man. Like people are getting an insight into like an actual like appointment with myself and yourself. And we'll see what we, what we got going on here after 30 days of getting my ass in gear, at least a month of getting my ass in gear and we can reconvene. I'll actually have gotten blood work done by then. Cause that's due. And I've been putting that off because I know it ain't going to read the way I want it to. And I know that because I was like taking all my supplements and shit in the beginning. Cause I was doing all the gut health stuff and everything. Then it was all just about looks. I'm just being honest. Right. Like as long as my energy levels were okay. And now I'm like, man, you know, they're not so great. My doctors will ask me and it's like, well, are you doing X, Y, and Z? Like, well, no, because I started caring way more about these things, the peptides, the gym stuff. And just like left all the base stuff back there. And they're like, dude, that is everything. You know what I mean? Washing money down the drain if you're not doing it. Because you're just, you can be doing all that stuff, but it won't. Story of my life, uh, Lauren, flushing money down the drain. That's that right there, unfortunately. But I feel like I'm probably not alone there. You know what I mean? Like once you get the stuff, then you want to keep the things that are fun. Like, you know, I want to keep my body or this or that, but you will not. If you don't have the foundations down because the internally you're crumbling, right? So get that on track. We'll reconvene in a month if you'll come back on and we can take this and pick this up and, and kind of deal with deeper dive into where I'm at and where we're at and what you've got, what you got going on and how we can help some people. Because that's really what it's about, by the way. Who gives a shit? You know, I care. But frankly, I'm, I want to do that because hopefully this is some good stuff that people can take and enjoy life, dude. Because who gives a shit, to your point, if you don't feel good? If you're not okay, if you don't have energy, if you're not, you get yourself together, you get sober, you start trying to achieve things. If you feel like shit still, who cares, dude? You know? So thank you so much for coming on, Lauren. You've been awesome, dude. I, this has been amazing for me. I'm jacked up. I know I'm a little tired, but trust me, internally. Energy, you know, energy a little energy like, shift. Yeah. A little thank energy you. shift. <laughs> I'm going to one of those meetings later tonight, so I'll be falling asleep there. But until then, I'll be all right. It ain't nap time. It ain't nap time right now, but no, it will be. nap time. But thank you so much. uh, And we will catch you in about a month. All right. Sounds like a plan. And, uh, you know, congratulations, by the way, on on getting married. And make sure you are present with that and enjoy yourself. And you're about to get married. That's that's amazing. Yes, ma'am. It is. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I certainly never thought I would be here six years ago. So, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. We'll see you in a month, Lauren. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. It is how new people find the show. Until next time, remember, there's always a seat at the table for business.